0: going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. I know all that matters is the wild cards and the NFL playoffs this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Obviously, we're getting into it on coast to coast, left and right. But what about the draft? What about the draft in Detroit? Who's going to be the top players going around the NFL to these teams that have suffered for long enough? Caleb Williams still projected as the number one draft pick out of USC. Then it's Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State. I see Drake May is in the top ten as well in terms of who's going to get taken. The heel quarterback, I think, did nothing this year. What did he do? Honestly, besides not playing games, that matter. Jaden Daniels won the Heisman. He's going to go top 10 for sure. Odunze, the great receiver from Washington, will be top 10. So will Malik Neighbors, the receiver from LSU. The tight end, Brock Bowers of Georgia, is a top 10 pick. Fashanu, the offensive tackle at of Penn State, is an absolute monster. So is tackle Joe Alt from Notre Dame. And what about Penix, the great quarterback from Washington, playing in the Natty against the Wolverines? No one can stop him. The guy's been absolutely unbelievable. Some of the other names you're going to see flying off of that board. Dallas Turner, the edge rusher from Alabama. Keon Coleman, the great receiver from Florida State. How about the white boy, Cooper Dijon from Iowa, the cornerback. When's the last time you saw that happen? Jared Verse, another rusher from Florida State. You got Florida State players coming off the board left and right. Receiver Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU is another one. Defensive tackle Johnny Newton from Illinois. Another tackle, Tavondre Sweat of Texas. And you know J.J. McCarthy's going to get drafted. The Michigan quarterback has been fabulous. And Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama. The corner, obviously it wasn't a shock to see Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, fired after four seasons in Washington. They didn't do anything. Remember, he went seventy-six and sixty-three at Carolina, and of course they finished getting whacked by Dallas. And he just didn't do well. Uh, they've gone nineteen and thirty-one with no playoff appearances. Uh, remember, they captured the East title in his first season. At 7-9, then they went 19-31. The thing that's crazy about his firing is, is who they're bringing in. Bob Myers from the Warriors, who stepped down in Golden State. He's been on ESPN of late. And Rick Spielman used to be with the Vikings. So Josh Harris has brought those two guys in to find the next coach and the next head of football operations in D.C. There's been a lot of rumors about Bill Belichick. Could Harris be going after the legendary Patriots coach? There's been talk that Belichick, and I'll believe it when I see it, that he's willing to give up some power and decision-making in New England if he were able to come to some kind of an agreement with Bob Kraft. But we'll see how that all plays out. But that's the end of the line for Riverboat Ron in our nation's capital. And bye-bye Art Smith in Atlanta. He did a terrible job with the Falcons anyway, so let's not waste a lot of time on that. They got spanked by the Saints, 48-17. It sealed a 7-10 and season. He met with Arthur Blank and Rich McKay last night after the loss, and that was the end of Smith. He went 21 and 30 in three seasons with the Falcons. The Panthers fired their GM, Scott Fitterer, after a 2 and 15 disastrous season. So let's just take a look at the schedule for these. Wildcard playoff games. As far as the NFC, the Packers play at Dallas Sunday at 4:30 on Fox. The Rams play the Lions at Ford Field Sunday night at 8:15 on NBC. The Eagles play the Buccaneers Monday night at 8 o'clock on ESPN. The Niners get the buy. As for the AFC, the Steelers play the Bills Sunday at 1 o'clock. That's on CBS. The Dolphins play at Arrowhead against the Chiefs Saturday on Peacock at 8. So what does that mean? Nobody else can see it? you got to be kidding me. Browns at Texans Saturday at 4.30 on NBC. Of course, the Ravens get the bye. So how did the Bills end up winning the East? Well, they won in Miami on Sunday night. You know, after a week 13 bye, they were 6-6. Six and six And had about a 21% chance to make the playoffs. And a 4% chance to win the division. But then they got down to business. They end up winning 21-14 over the Finns at Hard Rock. They scored only 7 points in the first 3 quarters. But then they turned it on and got it done. They're now the number two seed in the AFC. They'll host the seven-seeded Steelers Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Steelers have been given absolutely zero chance to win the game. Literally, people are just like already writing off the Steelers. Done deal. Bills win. Hope you enjoyed it. One and done. Congratulations. You went 10-7. and 7. You made the playoffs, Tomlin's a genius, he did it with Mason Rudolph winning their last three games after losing three in a row, they won three in a row to end it and go 10 and 7 and make the playoffs after the Jags lost, and the first thing everybody said was they're dead meat in Buffalo, and like, why show up for the game? They're nine and a half point dogs already, I mean, I'm sure they're scared to death, Uh, to take the opportunity up and play the Bills at Orchard Park. Scared to death. Probably don't even want to go. Probably won't even get on the plane. Probably won't even eat food, you know, that morning. You know what I mean? Like, just shaking in their boots. The Bills' defense limited the Dolphins to four plays or less on all five second-half possessions. With Miami having a ball for about seven minutes in the last two quarters. The Dolphins had 57 yards in the second half. The fewest allowed by the Bills in the second half since 2021. Buffalo had five trips in the first three quarters. Beyond the Dolphins' 35-yard line. And they only got seven points. They had three Allen turnovers. Two picks and a fumble. The Bills had three red zone drives and without points. That was tied for the most by any team in a game this season. And it matched Buffalo's most in a game over the last 20 seasons. Allen was 30 of 38 for 359 and two tutties with a pair of picks. He rushed for 67 yards on 15 carries. And he extended his streak for most consecutive games with two or more passing TDs against a single opponent. 13. The problems for the Philadelphia Eagles continued in East Rutherford at Snoopy against the Giants. They got their ass beat. Receiver A.J. Brown injured his right knee early in the game. They had everything. Blank and ship to safety, a groin. Jurgens, the guard, injured his eye. Safety, Sidney Brown, a knee. He left the game. Jalen Hurts injured the middle finger on his throwing hand. Stayed in the game. They were down 24 to nothing. The Giants won it 27 to 10. The Eagles dropped five of their last six games following a 10-1 and start. Finish the season as the number five seed and will play at Tampa, like I said, Monday night against the Buccaneers. Sirianni was talking to the media after the game and he didn't really get into all the injuries. He said he felt terrible about Sidney Brown, that he got hurt, and he hopes he's going to be fine for the Bucks game He said, we'll see as the week goes on. They needed a win over New York and a Dallas loss to the Commanders to get the division and a home game in the playoffs. That didn't happen. Dallas won big by 28. And Tyrod Taylor worked the Eagles over. Their D gave up 400 yards to Taylor. And the 6-11 Giants, Sirianni, knew that the performance wasn't good enough from top to bottom, but he said everybody's 0-0 going into this week. He said when you get hit in life, when you get hit in football, you got two options. You can stay down or you can get the F up. And I know this group is fighters. I know this group will get up. Of course, they decided not to dress several players, Devonta Smith, DeAndre Swift, Fletcher Cox. It didn't matter. They still got spanked. He said the Eagles will do whatever they need to do to win the game Monday in Tampa. And Hertz said, I truly believe this team is more than capable of taking advantage of what's in front of us. You got to do the work and you got to do what you need to do. But all you need is a crumb. All you need is an opportunity. Bottom line is, they look like crap and they have for over six weeks.